can almost see it That dream I'm dreaming But there's a voice inside my head Saying you'll never reach it Every step I'm taking Every move I make Feels lost with no direction My faith is shaking But I, I gotta keep trying Gonna keep my head held high There's always gonna be another mountain I'm always gonna wanna make it move Always gonna be an uphill battle Sometimes I'm gonna have to lose It ain't about how fast I get there it Ain't about what's waiting on the other side It's the climb The struggles I'm facing The chances I'm taking Sometimes I knock me down But no, I'm not breaking I may not know it But these are the moments that I'm gonna remember most yet Just gotta keep going And I, I gotta be strong Just keep pushing on Cause always gonna be I'm always gonna wanna make it move Always gonna be an uphill battle Somebody gonna have to lose Ain't about how fast I get there Ain't about what's waiting on the other side It's the fight Yeah, yeah, yeah This is Channel 2 Radio, the Mindset Matters show with Sinat Noorani. Hello, hello, beautiful people. It's that time of the week for the Mindset Matters 
Talk Show. I'm your host, Zenat Narani, for the next hour and a half from 10.30 to 12 noon. Welcome back to all my regular listeners and a huge welcome to anyone who's tuning in today for the very first time. Now, before I dive in, I would like to thank my sponsor, Intune PR. They are proud every time they get a client media coverage or they write a perfect piece of content for their clients' blogs or websites. They say, we are also proud to support this show which shares much needed wisdom and helps people every week. Thank you very much Intune PR for your ongoing sponsorship and everything that you do to promote the show and my business, Vida de la Mariposa Coaching, through your PR and media channels. Now, of course, throughout the show, don't forget to connect with me on social media and remember, keep those tweets um, pouring in or tweeting in any shout outs, comments, messages that you may have. Also, you can send me those messages beforehand by emailing them to mindsethorizons at gmail.com or just send me a DM with the information. And of course, do let me know if you're doing anything uh, special out there that's changing lives for others or yourself, you're involved in some volunteer work or charity work, anything that you may doing that impacts yours and people's mental health and well-being. Of course, don't forget when you're tweeting in and putting out those messages, it's hashtag MSM Radio Talks, hashtag Let's Talk Better. Now, if it's your first time tuning in today to the Mindset Matters show, this show is all about making a difference and bringing about awareness, breaking down those stigmas and taboos around mental health and well-being. On this show, we share lots and lots of different tips, tools, and strategies, and to understand how different aspects of our lives can be impacted if we ignore our overall well-being. So let's try and become and use things as a preventative, rather getting to break point and then going, I need help, or not even asking for help. So this show is all about being dedicated to that cause. And, you know, going back, and, you know, I hate to mention it, but, you know, the pandemic has brought to light so much of this and the issues and the impact it has on people's mental well-being so emotional physical mental spiritual all those aspects now i love having those expert professionals come on here where we can have huge discussions about what they're doing to support their clients and if they've used those tools for themselves and if they've got their own personal stories but what really is truly impactful and i absolutely love is hearing people's challenges, their personal journey, where they've gone through these difficult moments in their lives, or the darkest moments in their lives, and they have found ways to move forward and change the path that they're on. So it's those stories that we can really, really, truly resonate with. So if you've got a story to share, or you're an expert professional, then do get in touch with me by emailing me at mindsethorizons at gmail.com. Okay, and let's get 
talking. Uh, and I'm going to be talking a bit, little bit more about Let's uh, Talk Better because that is the name of the campaign that myself and Darren Wheel of Intune PR founded. So I'll be giving a little bit more information about that for those of you who are tuning in today for the very first time. Okay, so now remember, you can catch up and download all my past shows by visiting https colon forward slash forward slash anchor.fm forward slash zenat hyphen narani msm but of course all the shows are available on the audible platforms such as spotify google apple amazon now of course if you're listening to this show you can listen to it on live on channel radio or you can download the app called Get Me Radio and just by searching channel radio too and you'll find us. Now last week I had the delightful Cara Hawkins mindset coach talking with her about her personal story and what led her to become a mindset coach. So if you missed that do tune in and listen back on that. Uh, we shared some really great tips, tools, uh, she talked about how important it was to uh, think about your mindset because it was all to do with her mindset and by adjusting that she was able to transform her life so please do listen back to that show which is show 118 and as i said that's available on all the audible platforms cara hawkins now before we dive in i'm going to uh, play a tune by rachel platten fight song because I think it's really important that we think about how to move forward and that we fight for the things that we want in life, our health, our well-being and then of course all the other things. Being resilient but in the right way and thinking about our purpose. So this is a beautiful song by Rachel Platman that I really love, gets me going. And in the meantime, grab your diaries for my affirmation, which will be coming up shortly, straight after the music. And of course, if you hear anything here today that appeals to you, that inspires you, that you want to give a go and see how you can implement it into your daily life and routine and change those habits that work for you, then please do. So here we go, Rachel Platten, Fight Song. Like a small boat on the ocean Sending big waves into motion Like how a single word can make a heart open I might only have one match But I can make an explosion And all those things I didn't say Say I'm in too deep. Too deep. I 
And there we have it. Fight song. I've got a lot of fight left in me. Right, affirmation time. Here we go. So, find a moment, if you can't do it right now, a quiet space for you. A time where you can believe in yourself. And I want you to consider this affirmation and how you might apply it to yourself. You know, when will you do it? Will you do it first thing in the morning, in the evening? Will you do it both times throughout the day? So just stop and truly reflect. And you may want to make notes in your journal if you're a writing person. And if you're not a writing person, it might be a good time to try. Because with journals, it's not about writing loads and loads and loads. It's just those quick, instant thoughts, which is good enough. Right, so here's the affirmation. I choose to keep my thoughts clear, calm and positive today, whilst choosing to hold happiness in my heart and mind. I choose to keep my thoughts clear, calm and positive today, whilst choosing to hold happiness in my heart and mind. Tweet in, share your thoughts on this, hashtag VDM affirmation, hashtag let's talk better and of course a lot of my affirmations not these most recent ones but right at the beginning a couple of years ago those sort of the first year ones they can be all found in my little book called begin each day with positive affirmations and empowering questions right so shall we dive into uh, some news highlights and stories so a quick reminder for those of you who weren't here last week, um, I applied for the Baton of Hope to be a bearer and they accepted my application on the 6th of July. Now location and time is to be announced, but on the 6th of July, I will be hoping, I'll be hoping, sorry, well, I will be hoping for all those impacted by suicide, but I will be a Baton bearer for the Baton of Hope. Now this initiative is one of the biggest ever in the UK, which was founded by Mike McCarthy and Steve Phillip, who have both been on my show to talk about their story. And they both lost their sons at a very young age, um, in their 30s, to suicide. And they have been campaigning and fighting for suicide to become zero, uh, along with the parliament, they've been on BBC uh, News. You know, they're just making a huge shift in this area of suicide. Now to find out more information or to be involved, visit batonofhopeuk.org. Now uh, NLP for Coaches Masterclass continues this month and we are offering a summer masterclass bundle. It's a great bundle of four masterclasses. In June we've got the problem box, July we have a deep dive workshop it's a five-hour workshop on values elicitation process and we've got August that is the beliefs of your clients and the limiting beliefs and on September we have um, do you know why it's gone out of my head we have um, no it's not the meta programs it's something else do you know what, I'll check into that in the next break and I will let you know. It's literally, it's just gone poof out of my brain. But these five masterclasses are on a special offer in a bundle, or you could drop into each and every one of those at uh, in pounds, it's 125 pounds. If you're in the Dubai, in the Middle East, 
it's 550 dirhams okay of course the workshop will be 1180 so uh, yeah for more information just DM me and you know I can give you I can fill you in on all those master classes they are really really great sessions and tools to have in your toolbox as coaches so you can truly truly understand and help your clients move forward now Pam Rigdon who's the founder of NLP for coaches has really spent a lot of time taking the best of the best tools from neurolinguistic programming all those tools to the ones that really impact your clients positively so as I said to find out more information about my UAE classes or the UK classes DM me but these classes are also available in the region of South Africa and I believe they will also be continuing in Canada which Pam will be running now the LTB campaign uh, note for your diaries the let's talk better that launched on the 24th of February our we just had the loneliness and connection event on the 26th of May we now have our September event which will be called the last taboo so just make a note in your diary it'll be towards the middle end of September now if you would like to get involved to help shape change in inspiring better conversations around stigma and taboo topics then do get in touch with us okay so you can connect with us on social media check out our websites for more detail or email me at info at zinatnarani.com uh, as I said connect with us on social media it's a let's talk better right uh, powerhouse hour right I was offering a special offer of 65 pounds for a couple of months now on the powerhouse hour well, unfortunately, this offer is no longer available, but it's still going at a special price. So I haven't gone back to the full, full price. But if you would like to create change that is positive and helpful for you, then do get in touch with me or email me at info at .com. Let me support you in perhaps getting a little more direction in making a plan or if you're feeling stuck in an area of your life or business. The powerhouse hour sessions are designed exactly with you in mind so that I can help you uncover what is stopping you. So we'll have a discovery session and then we will map out a plan. Now whether that's helping you make a plan of action or help you deal with stress or overwhelm or even a new avenue for you, your work as you pivot your business perhaps or change directions well, together we'll create a session that's super, super laser focused on what needs your attention the most. Now, of course, you're going to be asking me and saying there, what will I get from this? Well, what you will get from here, here's some of the results that you can expect when you put in that ownership and accountability and we work together. You will um, look at ways in which you can regain more balance in your life so that you can enjoy running your business or you know, going to work and importantly, have more energy as well. You'll be able to identify feelings of fear, doubt or anxiety that are holding you back. You'll also learn to overcome them. So anytime you experience them in the future, 
you can beat them up and move forward. You'll also uncover what's really important to you as we'll forge a plan so you can, you can have more of it in your life, giving you that roadmap for action to achieve those goals that make you feel great. And you'll gain a deeper understanding, importantly, of yourself that will help you build those stronger relationships. And there's so much more that you'll uncover, but of course it all depends what you come to me with so that we can then map out those challenges. So, if you're ready to take action and make a change, then I look forward to hearing from you. As I said, DM me or email me at info at And if you just pop in the subject box, powerhouse hour. Right, we are in June. Oh gosh, it's, it's already flying by. And I did, you know what? I don't even know what's happening with the weather. I mean, this week has been two incredible, incredible, scorching hot days, which is wonderful. But uh, and the rest of the week, we're going to hopefully we've been having great weather and we will continue to have this for the rest of the summer and it's not just for this week so uh okay enough of that waffling uh pride month as we know june is pride month and a time for everyone to celebrate who they are with pride events that are held across the county and with any of these special days events months weeks whatever you may be doing please do let me know so that i can give you a big big shout out on mindset matters uh, 12th to the 16th and today's the last day but that doesn't mean it ends today BNF healthy eating week it has been so having five a day drinking plenty of water getting active and trying something new so have you tried something new and of course there'll be plenty of drinking water because the weather has been whew, hot uh, for a couple of more days it started on the 12th until the 18th of June we've got men's health Forum. So it's Men's Health Week, which is to raise awareness of preventable health issues and encourage men and boys to seek professional advice for health-related problems. Because often, men are quite shy and they're not brave enough to kind of say, oh, I've got something going on or something's impacting me, whether it's physical uh, or emotional or mental. So take this time to really reach out and form those positive habits to have great health and prevent those health issues. Autistic Pride ends in a couple of days on the 18th, which is recognizing the importance of pride for autistic people and its role in bringing about positive change in the broader society. And CASPA is one of the charities which uh, Darren and I have chosen for our Let's Talk Better campaign um, which they also support LGBTQ plus uh, what else have we got 20th to the 26th is learning disability week raising awareness about the issues that are important to people with a learning disability and their families and carers 22nd of June is UK Windrush Day marking the anniversary of the arrival of the MV Empire Windrush at the port of Tilbury near London. And this was on the 22nd of June, of course, that's why it's at that awareness day, but in 1948. We have the Armed Forces on the 25th, which is to commemorate 
the service of men and women in the British Armed Forces and it's important to know how they are impacted with mental health and well-being. So, uh, you know, as I mentioned earlier on at the beginning, last week, Cara Hawkins, um, who was my guest on the show, we both spoke a lot about mindset and happiness as well. And I wanted to continue with that theme today and share with you some insights and tips of my own on happiness and mindset. And we'll dive into that straight after this next music break. Walking down 
Welcome to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Noorani. This show is dedicated to offering insight, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing, bringing awareness, awareness and, change and change to the, to the importance, importance of breaking, breaking through, through this, this long-standing negative, negative stigma. stigma. There we have it, lovely tune by Oasis. One that I've not heard in some time actually, Champagne Supernova. We were getting high, where were we when we were getting high? Hmm. No, it's got some really great meaning and words in there. Really love that tune, actually. Funny enough, I was up in the attic the other day and uh, found my box of CDs. I haven't had or played a CD in so, so long. Might bring it back down and kind of rummage through them. But problem is, I don't have a CD player anymore. Hmm, what do we do? Do I go out and get a CD player or do I just sell those CDs on? Who knows? Anyway, it's nice to have those collections. Right, as I said, when we come back, uh, I would be sharing some tips and insights on happiness and mindset. So, happiness is a mindset because we've got to have the right mindset. It comes from within you, not from the outside circumstances. Yes, those things impact us, but actually, if you clear away all of that, it's about internally. It comes from within. You don't have to have a perfect life to be happy. Uh, The really great news is that you don't have to be young or old or wealthy or successful in order to be happy. Instead, you can develop a mindset of happiness. Now, as a coach that works with many professionals, but also non-professionals, who deal with massive amounts of pressure and stress every single day, I've seen firsthand that happiness is truly, truly a mindset. And today, as I said, I'm going to share four tips with you that will help you develop a mindset that leads to happiness. Now, with all these tips and tools and strategies, you have to be open to them. You have to do them with intention and purpose. And of course, do them on a consistent basis. Don't just do it for one or two days and then say, oh, you know what, it's not working. You have to take it through a process and do it regularly. Make it part of your daily routine or weekly routine, something that you do ongoing. So here we go. The first thing is, I want you to define your own success. And that has to be specific. So be specific about it. First things first, you get to define your success for yourself. You get to decide what happiness looks like. Your vision of happiness may be very different from what your parents wanted for you or what your colleagues are chasing or even from what you wanted when you were younger. Success may look like you know, building a large firm and working with, an, with A-list clients 
or it may mean joining a smaller practice that gives you the flexibility to pick up, for example, your kids, spend more time with your loved ones, with your partner, you know, all those different changes. Now, the other thing is get rid of the expectations of other people have of you. Take time to define your own vision of success, whether that is painting a specific picture in your mind or actually painting it out, drawing it out on a piece of paper and having it up on the world. But it's about doing it so it becomes real and you can actually taste it when you're visualizing it. You can taste it, you can smell it, you can see it in every way possible. Because this gives you a North Star to pursue and it keeps you focused on what you really want in your life. Okay, so I hope that makes sense. The other thing is number two, is you then create a roadmap and take the first steps right away. So once you've created it, give yourself that time. So put in a date and time that you're going to begin, but more closer and instantly than two weeks down the line, etc. Okay, within that week, try and put it in. So the thing with this, in creating a roadmap, is you don't have to arrive at your destination in order to be happy. But it's much easier to be happy when you're on the road to your destination. So if you're feeling stuck and miserable in your business or in your life, it can be very hard to find happiness. As soon as you make a plan and start taking those steps towards your new vision, you will find it much easier to be happy and enjoy that journey that you're on. The key, okay? You need to be in motion, making progress, sorry, progress, not sitting still. Action is not going to happen if you're just sitting there. So put it into motion. Now the third tip is focus on the destination not the obstacles and with that as well look at the little steps the stepping stones that you're taking even though you've got that focus on the destination think about the little steps that you're taking on your journey towards there and praising yourself rewarding yourself and knowing that you're doing well and finding that happiness within there even with those small steps do not focus on the obstacles in that way Okay, think about how you're going to get around them. So you're going to have roadblocks in your business and your life. That's without a doubt because they can't be avoided. It's life. Life changes around us all the time. You're bound to encounter them. You're probably going to fall flat on your face one or two times perhaps. Trust me, I do it all the time and I still do it. I know what that feels like. It's okay to fall down, but you have to get back up again. And you have to get back on your journey. Have that vision in your mind's eye. And the easiest way to do that is to stay focused on your goal. The vision for thriving, oh, sorry, for a thriving business and a life that you love and truly want will keep you moving forward as long as you stay focused. But you know what, it's also natural that sometimes we lose focus. but that So that's where it's important to have things written down, that vision board or whatever it may be, so you can bring yourself back 
become refocused, re-motivated, and understand your purpose. Finally, step four is inspiration. Surround yourself with inspiration. Your surroundings have a strong influence on your state of mind. The people that you speak to, the places that you visit, even the meals that you enjoy. Now I love to travel and I'm so inspired by the places that I see and the people that I meet. Unfortunately, I haven't traveled for a long time, but I go back and I think about those travels and the people that I've met to help me keep my inspiration. Travel keeps me inspired and happy and many of my clients feel the same way. Now, since the pandemic started, as I said, travel has been difficult for many of us, or perhaps even impossible for a lot, you know, for practically most of us actually. We've had to work harder to stay inspired. Now I find inspiration, as I said, um, by reflecting back on my past travels, but also when I speak with other coaches mentors, friends, and my colleagues. When I take out um, an order of my favorite restaurant, or even when I watch my favorite TV shows or movies, but also even when I go out in nature. Nature does incredible in, um, things for my mind. It truly does give me clarity and inspires me. As I said, I look back on those exciting adventures and experiences, and when I do, it actually makes me smile. And it stops me mourning the travel that I'm not having today, because I am thankful for those adventures that I've had. And I look forward to new ones someday soon. And actually, I did have an adventure recently it wasn't massive, didn't go abroad, but I went with my sister and my niece and nephew to Bigbury-on-Sea uh, in Devon, and it was five days away. Yes, it was madness with the kids, but you know what? That inspired me. The beauty of the beaches, the water, the island, that precious moment in time that we've spent together as a family, the laughters, the giggles, those special moments, are truly inspirational and that's what I loved about it so I didn't have to spend a whole load of money didn't go across the waters get on a plane and off I went which I would have loved to but right now I'm not in that place so I'm happy within myself that I could do this much so my question to you is what does inspiration look like for you so take a moment and just reflect on that and as I said, surround yourself with inspiration on a daily basis. And you will see that it is much easier to find happiness every day. It kind of goes back to that law of attraction. And if you haven't read any of those books, like The, the Power, The Law of Attraction by Rhonda Bryant, I suggest you dip into those. And I'm not saying you read the whole book right from the front all the way to the back, you can dip in and out if you want, if you're not one of those big readers. But do look into those books. There's so many great inspirational books out there. Because happiness is a mindset 
and it's attainable for you too, even when circumstances are tough. So like I said, create your own vision for success, make a plan, stay focused on your destination and surround yourself with inspiration along the way. Now I hope those uh, four tips have been useful for you. Do let me know how you get on. Remember, make a date and time that you're going to start doing this. And I'd love you to tweet in or DM me or email me with your results. I would love some feedback on how you are getting on. And if you need that little extra support as well along the way, that helping hand, then get in touch with me and let's have that conversation together so that I can help you support you on your successful journey of happiness and mindset. And actually, on that note, I think I'm going to dive into my um, Crystal Angel cards. So the one that I've pulled out today is Kyanite, if pronounced correctly. That's K-Y-A-N-I-T-E. And this is about make time for self-care. Taking care of yourself is essential right now. Right now and always. So it this card comes up whenever you've been putting your own needs last on your list. It is a sign of being overly busy and not feeling that you have enough time for rest, exercise, healthful eating, spiritual practices and other forms of self-care. This card emphasizes that self-care isn't optional, but necessary for your health, happiness and life purpose. Perfect. This card is absolutely perfect for what we've been talking about. God and your angels want to elevate your life so that you no longer feel oppressed or victimized. The message here is that not only do you deserve self-care, but you must carve out time for it with delay, without delay. The urgency comes in answer to your prayers for a better life. God has given you the strength to take the first step yourself by adding self-care to your daily schedule and deleting unwanted tasks. It's time for you to say no to distractions and yes to the priorities, which include self-care. Do you know what? This card is absolutely perfect for myself as well because I feel like I've been burning the midnight oil quite a lot lately and I need to kind of step back and do a little bit more self-care. I suppose what I preach to my clients, I must do myself with more intent. So a little bit about this beautiful crystal, kyanite. Although the stone comes in various colors, the name kyanite stems from the Greek word for blue. Kyanite is a wonderful bridge stone, balancing your energy and your life. Brilliant. So like I always say, you know, if there's anyone out there who does card reading, crystals, and that is their expertise, I would love for you to get in touch with me um, and so that I can have you on the show, share your expertise on this and perhaps do a live reading on air. That would be absolutely wonderful. So that would be mindsethorizons at gmail.com to get in touch with me. Oh, that's made me feel really good and given me a great boost of happiness and uh, clarity in my mind too, reading that. It's amazing when I'm here 
on the show or I'm at home or I'm with my clients, it's so wonderful myself that I get these aha moments and when I'm helping my clients through their challenges, it feels, I mean, you know, you know what, I actually get happiness out of that as well. It's fulfillment and it comes internally and then I give it more externally. Right, that's kind of going on to a little bit too much of a woo-woo kind of thing. But I just wanted to say that also creates a lot of happiness, creating that mindset around it. Um, when I'm with my clients, clear, crystal clear mind, and I'm all in the room or on Zoom with them. Right, what's up next? We've got about sort of half hour before the show ends. So let me see. Oh, actually, I wanted to mention uh, a couple of days ago, I went to a, a theatre, the Matchbox Theatre in West Wickham, Bromley. And I went to see Amy's View, an amateur production. But believe me, it was not amateur. It was so professional. So it was in a church hall and they created the stage in the centre of a beautiful setup. Okay. And then the audience around the, the, the stage, uh, beautifully done. And actually I've seen Alice Foster performing before and she's incredible, absolutely incredible with what she does. Uh, great actress and she played Amy Thomas and then the other actors in the cast were James Mercer, Dot Pullman, Anna Seabrook, Steve Tolmy and Zach uh, Styling. They all played an incredible performance. Now, it was set um, to take place over 16 years, from 1979 through to 1995, with four different acts within that. And it was just incredible the way it was done. It was thought-provoking. It really got you thinking about uh, life and consequences. So this play was all about love conquers all so Amy truly believed that love conquers all and the question was does it and a masterpiece of love and loss art and life and there were lots of meaningful moments in there about love about relationships uh, how we judge people the perceptions a fantastic production by David Hare okay and it's a real shame that this doesn't tour around. I mean, this piece was directed by Tim Pierce, and unfortunately ended last week on the 10th of June. But if it ever comes up again, I highly recommend that you go and see it. And what was wonderful, the Matchbox Theatre hasn't performed in there with any performances since the lockdown. So it was the very, very first performance back again in that place. Uh, I'm just going to read a little bit of acknowledgements from there. The Matchbox Theatre would like to thank all societies who have vacated the hall for rehearsals and performances, anyone from whom we have begged and borrowed furniture or props, um, the friends of the Matchbox for their continued support and everyone who has helped with the production in any way. Special thanks to Penny Davis for loaning the contents of her house and Andrew King for lending a very rusty bicycle, which was used right at the beginning of the performance. 
Um, yeah, it was brilliant. So I just kind of want to say huge shout out to all of the cast and the crew and the people involved in Amy's View. Okay, so talking about happiness and law of attraction and all of that, I think I want to read something out of the book, The Secret, The Power by Rhonda Brine. Okay, and in fact, I just opened up the book and it fell to this page. So I'm just going to read this one. There is only yes for the law of attraction. Turn away from the things you don't love and don't give them any feeling. Don't say no to the things that you don't love because saying no brings them to you. When you say no to the things you don't love, you're feeling bad about them. You're giving bad feelings and you will receive those feelings back as negative circumstances in your life. You can say no to anything because when you say no, I don't want that, you are saying yes to the law of attraction. When you say, the traffic is terrible, the service is really bad, they're always late, it's so noisy in here, that driver is lunatic, I've been holding on for so long, you are saying yes to these things and you are including more of all of them in your life. Turn away the things you don't love and don't give them any feeling because they are fine as they are but they have no place in your life. A quote, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. 17th century, that was Maxim on the Torrance Shine in Japan. Now, instead, she goes on to say, instead say yes when you are seeing something you love. Say yes when you hear something you love. Say yes when you taste something you love. Say yes when you smell something you love. Say yes when you touch something you love. It doesn't matter if you have it or not. Say yes to it because then you are choosing it by giving love. There are no limits and everything is po possible if you really want it if you really desire it. There is no lack anywhere in the universe. When people see a lack of anything, it's simply a lack of love. There isn't a lack of health, money, resources or happiness. The supply is equal to demand. Give love and you will receive it. I would love to hear your thoughts on what I've just read in terms of the law of attraction and saying yes to the things that you love and how you remove those negative circumstances out of your life so yeah do tweet in let me know your thoughts on that um, it's a very very profound book with lots and lots of different additions on that and on that note we're going to dive into a tune by the one and only Celine Dion Love asleep and tired I'm rolling back like thunder now As I look in your eyes I hold 
Welcome to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Noorani. This show is dedicated to offering insight, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing, bringing awareness, awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this, this long-standing negative stigma. Welcome back to Mindset Matters. Do you know, while that music was playing, I was thinking about a podcast that I was invited to do uh, this week for uh, women over 40. You know, what, you know, after that, kind of what has life been like? What's the changes, career? And I got interviewed by two wonderful ladies, Carol Annis and Eve Toomey. And they were just such lovely ladies. Uh, we could have spoken for hours and hours and hours on end. We spoke about my journey as uh, a professional figure skater, the uh, as a primary teacher and the challenges that I encountered. And then um, what I do in terms of serving my clients, uh, individuals and within businesses. But also we spoke about the Bromley Buzz podcast that I run with Darren Wheel and Sarah Marsh Collins and also the LTB, the Let's Talk Better campaign. It was just we spoke about everything and anything and it was absolutely wonderful and it's really given me a real lift this week to be able to impart my story, share my knowledge and what I do to help people out there transform their mindset and well-being. So yes, no, thank you to them. So I'm hoping that podcast will come out soon and yeah, I introduced my pepper Pig and uh, the special kind of get I call it the mindful cage and it kind of opens and closes and you can help your breathing but I think they loved uh, my pepper pig that sings ring a ring a roses a pocket full of poses a tissue a tissue we all fall down and the reason why I introduced her I was talking about hypnosis kinetic shift and NLP and some of the other tools I do and how there's always energy flowing around us and when we hold pepper pig's hand in a circle with num- number of us, if one person drops their hand, Peppa Pig stops singing. So it's about that how that energy and that communication just keeps flowing through. But yeah, I thought I'd just share that because it just got me thinking randomly and I had an absolutely lovely time recording that podcast with them and hope to do some more in the future. Right, uh, what else, what else is happening or what can I tell you that's been going on in the world? Well, do you know what? There's this that I want to read to you by Mighty Pursuit Team. As each calendar year passes, we can't help but notice that mental health issues are increasingly surrounding us at every turn. We see it in our classrooms, we see it in our campuses, we see it in our streets, we see it in our families, we see it in our workplaces, we see it in our friends. And perhaps most of all, we recognise it within the confines of our own mind. Many of us are quite familiar with the crippling feeling of being unable to run from ourselves. If only there was an out-of-body experience that could put just a little separation between us and the war going on in our brains. In reality, there is nowhere to run. We are stuck with the brain we have. So we try to cope our best to cope as we witness it's HBO's hit drama, Euphoria. There is a wide range of modern day narcotics at our disposals. 
social media, smartphones and digital distractions, sex and hookups, oxy, weed and coke, Netflix and porn, binge eating and alcohol, excessive amounts of coffee, anything to numb the pain. Within the words anxiety and depression becoming such a commonplace in our society, it is fair to wonder whether we are, were already in a pandemic long before COVID, the COVID pandemic began in the beginning of 2020. But how bad is this problem exactly? We can smell the smoke from the burning building from a mile away, yet it requires us getting up close to assess the true damage and how bad the spread actually is. What's your thought on that? That's really deep. I quite, I actually like that. There is so much truth within that. So I'm going to share with you some statistics that help uh, contextualise the problem and ultimately why the odds are stacked against us in this battle. So the stats for the first one is government spending. You know, perhaps the only natural place to start unpacking mental health statistics is by pointing out that we refuse to see the problem in the first place. While the West is a little farther along in terms of acknowledging mental health as an actual issue, this is not the case in many parts of the world. How do we know this? It reflects in the terms of how they prioritise it within government spending. Globally, WHO, WHO noted in 2013 that the average percentage of the government spending on mental health was just, literally just, 0.5% of the overall health budget. Now this is mind-boggling and in the years since it hasn't got any better. So an example taking the US, they might be a bit further along in the destigmatization of mental health but they just spent about 5.5% of their annual health budget on mental health. Now this reflects how high it is on the priority list of the government and it is not as if there isn't a need. Statistic two, the total sufferers. Now, nearly 25% of the US population has been diagnosed with a mental health disorder, namely PTSD, uh, bipolar, social anxiety, schizophrenia, clinical depression, OCD. The importance of the word diagnosed. This percentage does not reflect three categories of the people. Those who suffer with the general anxiety of life, those who have seasonal depression, and those who have not sought out help and or have not been diagnosed. So when you consider these three groups, the reality is that the majority of the population is likely struggling with their mental health in one way or another. And this is not just within the US, here in the UK as well. Now, as of 2017, there were 792 million worldwide reported to have mental health disorders. That's 10% of the entire population in the world. Again, this is just what's been reported among many countries who do not prioritise mental health. How much higher could the annual, or actual, sorry, how much higher could the actual number be? But maybe you're not one for speculation and thus are not convinced. So let's consider what's happening on college campuses across the US to further understand this problem. 
so statistic number three the college mental health crisis and the UK has an immense mental health crisis going on at the moment so a team researched and studied mental health statistics across the globe the following might have been the most startling discovery for um, the uh, mightypursuit.com so in 2021 study over 73 percent of 33,204 participating college students reported feeling moderate to severe psychological stress and due to the size of the study the statistical significance here cannot be ignored the findings here are consistent with smaller studies of the same nature presenting a clear cohesive narrative of mental health conditions for college students nationwide now in fact in 2020 mental health studies from the Cornwell uh, sorry Cornell University and Ivy League school found that 40% of students said they were non-functional for at least one week of the year due to stress depression and anxiety another study conducted in early 2022 found that 88% of students believe there is a mental health crisis on college campus across worldwide uh, but also course within the US. The sample size here was not insignificant as 1,700 students participated. These mental health statistics help paint a fuller picture as to what's actually transpiring before our eyes. People are desperate, suffering in silence and fear being stigmatised, yet the government is only allowing a fraction of its budget towards the issue. So why is this? what is going on why is there not a greater shift in this that's what i'm asking here it's far uh, to wonder why especially because in some cases it's a matter of life or death now a topic that i'm very passionate about suicide rates um, as you know i'm supporting the baton of hope and will be running as a baton bearer on the 6th of july but some stats here for number four is you know, it's fair to say that the COVID-19 global pandemic received a ton of attention over the last couple of years, and rightly so. So much attention at that time felt like the world stopped. Lockdown ensured. Social distancing became the buzzword. Masks, a permanent fixture in society that had never heard of a, such a thing. It would probably surprise you then to hear the mortality rate, the mental health crisis rivals that of COVID-19. Okay, the, date, the latest data from WHO suggests that over 700,000 people worldwide died of suicide every 12 months. That is shocking. So that is every 40 seconds, someone takes their own life. Now contrasted to the 6.2 million deaths reported from COVID over the past 30 months, um, it was found that mental health crisis is at least 28% as deadly. So why is it a footnote stuck at the bottom of the government's agenda? So before we are tempted to develop stereotypes as to the type of people that actually get to the point of suicide, consider the cases of Katie Meyer and Chelsea Christ. Katie was on the 
the Dean's List at Stanford University, a star goalie on the school soccer team. Chelsea had an MBA from Wake Forest, was a licensed attorney, won the 2019 Miss USA pageant and was nominated for two Daytime Emmy Awards. Both took their own lives in 2022. Just a moment, or m like moments apart, literally they were m a month apart. Now, an argument could be made that they had reached heights of their success in their respective spheres, considered by Minnellians and Generation Z for what the ideal life could look like. But in both cases, their mental battles were almost undetectable. As mentioned above, they were part of an enormous group in society that are suffering in silence. Now this brings me on to coping mechanisms, statistic number five. Suicide might be the most tragic outcome of the mental health crisis, yet the alternative outcomes are nothing to blink at. They reflect a, a, a reality in which the rest of us are just trying to keep our heads above water, to which the mental health statistics around coping mechanisms are staggering. Our coping mechanisms come in three primary forms, medicating, distracting and indulging. Typically, we use mechanisms to reach a positive feeling state, overlooking the harmful side effects that come from repeated use. So medicate, a verb means to treat a condition using a drug. So in the most traditional sense, we tend to think of antidepressants and other oral forms of medication for our mental health. Most recent uh, CDC data revealed that 13.2% of adults in the United States are on antidepressants. And actually this is probably becoming closer and closer in the UK as well. This represents a 65% increase from just 20 years ago. Given mental health statistics discussed um, earlier on, this would be expected. The opioid crisis has been much uh, documented in the US and in the last year alone, 10.1 million people misuse the prescription opioids to numb their pain. But with, we must not limit our understanding of medication to prescription drugs as there are other substances which we use to comfort ourselves, namely with thinking about food. Obesity rates are on the increase, a record high in 2018, and eye-popping rate at 42.4%. That means nearly half of that population is overweight. In a report in 2020 from Cambridge, which ranks among the top 10 universities worldwide revealed the term emotional eating has been widely used to refer to a tendency to eat in response to negative emotions with the chosen food being primarily energy dense and palatable ones. Emotional eating can be caused by various mechanisms such as using eating to coping with negative emotions or confusing internal states of hunger and satiety with psychological changes related to emotions. An increasing number of prospective studies have shown that emotional eating predicts subsequent weight gain in adults. Now in the West, being overweight carries a stigma because it violates the cultural stance of beauty. Yet the reality is that sometimes it's just another form of medication we use to cope with our mental health issues. So, who are we to elevate ourselves above others simply because we have a different drug of choice. Our coping mechanisms can often be subtle, simply in the form of distraction, as in never be alone without, uh, with our thoughts.
Now in 2021, adult students spent over 13 hours per day in media consumption. It's a common place when we have that moment by ourselves to habitually pull out our phones and start scrolling or swiping left to right and there's nothing else new to see. The silence is deafening to us. Or maybe it's simply sitting down on the couch at night binge and binging hours worth of shows when this can sometimes be distraction mechanism masking as what we call relaxation. The last coping mechanism, indulgence, often comes in the form of late night porn habit and we can't seem to curb. 2019 there was over 42 billion visits worldwide to one of the most world's popular porn sites. The momentary high we get from sex, porn or hookups is commonly used in our society to numb painful emotions and reach a positive feeling state. And while your personal opinion is aforementioned, coping mechanism may be mutual Science would beg to differ. In HIT 2021 bestseller Dopamine Nation, Stanford's Director of Addiction Medicine, Anna Lembeck, writes, we're living in a time of unprecedented access to high reward, high dopamine, stimuli, drugs, food, news, gambling, shopping, gaming, texting, sexting, Facebooking, Instagramming, YouTubing, tweeting, the increased numbers a variety and poten uh, potency are staggering. The smartphone is the modern day hypodermic needle, delivering digital dopamine 24 seven for wide generation. As such, we've all become vulnerable to compulsive overconsumption. Wow, this is absolutely shocking and terrifying. Um, you know, it goes on, to, you know, to talk about accessibility to healthcare. So one of the biggest outrages from the mental health stats reveal is the uphill battle we face to find support for our mental health. You know, while the stigma may be declining, at least perhaps in the West, there is still significant imbalance between the counsellors and the overall population. Just according to actually who again, the stats, uh, Canada has 48.9 psychologists per 100,000 population, while the US has 29.8 psychologists per 100,000. Uh, contrast that other countries like Afghanistan, Ghana and Egypt who have a combined average of just 0.12 psychologists per 100,000 population, which means that if you live in one of these countries, support for your mental health is pretty, 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 pretty much non-existent. We talk about affordability of the healthcare, quality of the healthcare. So moving forward, what can we do? What can we do? As we you know, reflect back on each of the things that I've mentioned here in terms of the health statistics, it is hard not to feel really frustrated and disappointed and possibly even hopeless. It's hard not to wonder why isn't the government doing more. Certainly the stats paint a very grim picture of an unfortunate reality, which it comes to mental health, um, the odds are stacked against us again. Despite this, there are significant reasons to hold on to hope. We have got to keep on to hope. You can be better. We just need to start thinking about how we can take control of this ourselves as well. We can get better as 
a people and as a society at tackling mental health issues. The despair does not have to last forever and the future exists where we can holistically be healthy. Now as we pen uh, the final words here, I want to leave you with some practical help guides for your mental health. So consider your worldview. This might sound like an unusual place to start with in, in a mental health conversation, but it's actually the single most important factor that we have to consider as we move forward. What we believe and how we make sense of the reality plays a significant role um, in the state of our mental well-being. Every human operates from a place of believing a certain set of narratives about the world and this in turn shapes how we experience reality. So why are we here? Why do we exist? What's the purpose of life? Does God exist or whoever you believe in? And as we start an existential place and pursue of answers, everything else follows. So for example, on a Marco level, if we are consumed with pursuing the cultural standards of beauty or becoming super successful, admired amongst our peers, then the way in which we order our lives will revolve around those things. If you subscribe to the cultural adage of our day to live your own truth, then that will influence you how you experience reality. If you operate from a place of truly believing you are not good enough whatever for whatever reason, then that will influence how you interact with the world. So I hope this has been really, really useful and giving you some insights. If you've got any thoughts about um, what I've just mentioned, then please do message or tweet in. But remember, educate yourself. We are to wage war in a battle for mental health. It will require us to become educated on the subject from all different angles and all different perspectives. So identify the underlying causes of mental illness. Learn about the unique changes and challenges of each individual and recognize the change is possible. Neuroplasticity is a fascinating scientific discovery made over the last half century, which gives us hope for the physical structural change the brain can make when our mental health improves. Okay, identify your coping, coping, sorry, coping mechanisms as well. Become an activist. Hold out hope. Okay, a mental health boost right in your inbox. Okay, your mental health journey is unique, so you deserve to be uniquely served. So please, please look after yourself and your well-being because it is so important. More needs to do, be done. As they say, take the ball by the horn. If the government is not providing us with what we need, we need to be the first people to be self-aware and wanting those positive changes to happen. Right, so sadly, we are coming to the end of the show. So before I say adios, hasta la próxima semana, goodbye, see you next time. Uh, just a quick reminder, if you would like to know how I can help and support you with your goals and any challenges, 
which may be stopping you from moving forward, please do get in touch with me and let's talk. Let's have that conversation. So you can go over to my website, zenatnarani.com, or just simply get in touch with me via email, info at zenatnarani.com. Thank you very much for tuning in today and I will be looking forward to next week. But also I want to thank Intune PR with a passion enormously for sponsoring the Mindset Matters show and helping to bring about and share positive changes that can be made in the mental health uh, field. Now if you're someone who is an expert professional or would like to share your challenging story then please do get in touch with me and uh, I'll send you all the details and you can email me at mindsethorizons at gmail.com Last but not least, I'm going to leave you with my mission, which is to empower your mind to live the life that you desire by helping you find and forge your path in life. Keep safe, keep well, and I'll see you back here next week. The Mindset Matters Show, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Zenat Numrani on Channel 2 Radio. see it that dream I'm dreaming but there's a voice inside my head saying you'll never reach it every step I'm taking every move I make feels lost with no direction my faith is shaking but I I gotta keep trying Gonna keep my head held high There's always gonna be another mountain I'm always gonna wanna make it move Always gonna be an uphill battle Sometimes I'm gonna have to lose It ain't about how fast I get there Ain't about what's waiting on the other side It's the clock. The struggles I'm facing, the chances I'm taking, sometimes I knock me down, but no, I'm not breaking. I may not know it, but these are the moments that I'm gonna remember most. Yeah, just gotta keep going.